0: I am your host Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how the heck are you today, bud?
1: Oh, it is the second installment of March Madness, ladies and gentlemen, and, and that's uh, precisely the reason why we're here today is to talk more Macho Man. Oh, March Madness! Your cough threw me off a bit, Cole. I had a sweet transition from March Madness <laughs> and Macho Man, but it caught me off guard. It sucks that I can't see you, but we're doing what we can to get the episode into our fans today.
0: Uh, yeah, my for whatever reason, my webcam uh, that's attached that, you know, is hardwired into my computer doesn't work during Zoom. It works in all other instances. So I'll be ordering a new webcam so we can work that out and uh, get back to, uh, you know, doing some video. Which begs whatnot. the question,
1: what the fuck, Zoom?
0: Yes, right, right. It, dude, it's funny because it works. Like in my test, when Zoom pops up and it asks, hey, would you like to do your video? It works just fine. Like I even fucked with it the other day for like two minutes to make sure works fine. If I if I'm doing the test on the computer, works fine. But as soon as Zoom's up and running and I join the meeting, it starts going blah, 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 blah. And, and it's just it's annoying. And then last episode, uh, you know, we've had some actual weather here in Southern California, which is weird. Uh, it snowed in Riverside, California, for the first time in my 32 year life or 39 year life, and uh, I drove home in like. Dumping snow from Colton to Riverside. So, uh, you know, we lost internet connection a few times. It took us three attempts to finally get the episode recorded, posted, edited. Ron is a fucking genius, guys. Uh, (laughs) He does all the editing and whatnot. And uh, it came out swimmingly. And uh, so we're here today for some more March Madness, and uh, hopefully we won't have too much technical madness today. Oh, if We just get through an episode.
1: Oh, absolutely, and I really hope not, because the subject at hand today is to take-it-up-with-creative. And boy, it is uh, a match that you and I have discussed on this show in our personal lives, and just one of those matches that got away. It's happened before, but they weren't who they are together yeah. at the same yeah. time when it should have happened I'm talking Brett the Hitman heart versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Cole, uh, I mean, we had a week to put this together, but let's be honest, our fandom, we've been putting this together for like 20 years, haven't we?
0: Right. Absolutely. And this is an idea that, you know, we've talked about and I've thought about this in every different, you know, type scenario. Um, I, I think ideally the best time to have done this would have been right after Brett won the title from flair because Brett never really got that big push to be the champion. Like Brett was the intercontinental champion at WrestleMania eight. He, you know, he won it from Piper, uh, lost it to the Mountie. I want to say, and then, um, you know, Brett was there. He was getting that push, but he never got like the, to the moon push, you know, he never won a Royal rumble. He never really main evented anything. There was no build-up to the Flair Brett match. It was just like, oh hey, Brett's champion, guys. Like, it wasn't even on TV. And 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 part of the reason was just that, that Flair had some physical issues at the time. He he had gotten um Oh, the inner ear thing. Oh, what's that thing called? Why can't I think of it right now? But like he couldn't stand up. And every time he fell down, he took a bump, um, he'd be dizzy. the the, the world would be spinning around him instead of as it usually spins. And uh, it would take him a minute to get, you know, to get his bearings and then to get back up. So obviously you can't be the champion if you can't take a bump. And uh, to the point where um, Flair almost collected his Lloyd's London deal and retired in 1992 because he like for months couldn't do any vertigo is what the disease is cause, by the way. I mean, he, he couldn't get out of bed without get being dizzy. And so he was about to retire, and, the, and it's a great story the way Flair tells it. The day he was going to Lloyd's of London to collect his million-dollar check, he woke up, got out of bed, and it was just gone. Like, it was just completely gone. It fixed itself. It was fine. And uh, so, of course, Flair still had a wrestling match in 2022, so uh, 30 years later.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the grand scheme so, of things, it was just a bump in the road.
0: Yeah. And, and so, like... You know, uh, I'm I'm talking about other such things here because really, usually uh, we have a story to tell, um, but this isn't. This is two guys that didn't get screwed over by WWE. They didn't. Uh, their careers are are legendary. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Um, this is just a match that we love. So there's really no story to tell about what happened. We all know about Macho Man's legendary career, um, but in October of 1994. Uh, his contract ran up, and he left WWE and never returned. Um, and part of the reason was Vince wanted him to be an announcer, and Savage still wanted to wrestle. And so WCW came calling and uh, Randy Savage went over there, and uh, the rest is history, as they say. But Bret Hart never really got a big win over, like, the guy before him. He didn't beat Hogan. He didn't beat savage you know and so he never really got that big like here's the next big guy and nobody ever made him so what we picked up was wrestlemania 10 brett wins the title from yoko and we're gonna go kind of from that point so anywhere between that point and wrestlemania 11 where our main event is going to be brett hart versus macho man randy savage for the world championship correct
1: Absolutely, it's gonna to lead to WrestleMania 11 main event attraction match. However, you want to spin it, it's all up to you. How do we get to WrestleMania 11? Macho Man Randy Savage versus Bret the Hitman Hart.
0: All righty. So, do you want to go first, or you want me to go first?
1: Ooh, now let's see. That's a, that's a tough one. I have a I have a long I have a long thing. And so I, do I. And I good <laughs> good. See, and I also have a long storyline. So, yes, there you go. Well, oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, penis jokes. Uh, I will love to go first because I would love, I would love, you know, I never go first in these, I always like go last, so I'm down. Yes, because to...
0: usually you are going to break me and make me laugh for 45 minutes. So, uh, if this is another serious one like Owen Hart turning heel, uh, then I'm
1: here for it, okay. I'm going to put on my reading glasses. Oh, putting on the glasses. Oh, yeah. This is the work glasses. I don't even wear these like anywhere else. It's just... Well, like you said, you said 1994 is where we're at. Uh, Bret Hart won the title at uh, WrestleMania 10, So I went with somewhere around there. I'm fast-forwarding to November of 1994 with one of our favorite angles that we like to talk about on this show, and it was Survivor Series 1994 that... Awful evening for a Bret Hart fan to see him suffering in that cross chicken wing for damn near 10 minutes straight. For Owen Hart to put on the Actors Guild performance of a lifetime in front of his mother to make her throw in the towel and make Bret Hart lose the championship to Bob fucking Backlund. The next night on Monday Night Raw, night after Survivor Series 1994, Slim Jim is the sponsor on Raw, and the company makes a big deal out of it by announcing that there will be a special appearance by a returning Macho Man. It's a big hero's welcome. He's sporting the Slim Jim. It's a big thing at the time. All of a sudden, it gets interrupted by Owen Hart. I didn't mean to interrupt the Macho Meat Party, but I have something way more historic to talk about. Owen, knowing full well that Brett is not there, he gloats about the trick he played on his parents and the world at Survivor Series. Says even if he isn't the one wearing the gold, he was destined to be the reason he lost the championship. Macho Man snatches the mic from Owen and gives him a lecture about how he wouldn't do that to his family, and if he had it his way, he would beat him to a bloody pulp. Dig it? Owen says, now listen, savage. You had better watch your mouth before I snap into your legs like an awful Slim Jim. The only Jim I know isn't slim at all. And right when he says that, Jim Neidhart comes out of nowhere and starts putting the boots to Macho Man. It's pandemonium. We don't know what the hell's going on. Why the hell is Macho Man getting beat up by Owen Hart and his brother-in-law? After a little bit of this, a vengeful British bulldog comes out to save the day because he got knocked out the night before at Survivor Series by Owen Hart. So Bulldog comes out and saves the day. Bulldog has unfinished business with Owen for knocking him out last night and wants a match tonight on Raw. Owen accepts, and Savage tells Owen and the world, since I'm sure not Slim Jim is going to be in your corner, the Macho Man is going to be in Davy's corner. Oh, yeah! So we got a main event on Raw. We got Macho Man in the corner of the British Bulldog versus Owen Hart with Jim Nyhart in his corner. So... The match ends abruptly when Nightheart comes in and causes a disqualification. As they are putting the boots to Bulldog, Macho Man rushes to the ring and clears house to an amazing reaction. With Bulldog and Macho Man celebrating in the ring as Raw as Ra goes off the air. Now Cole, this is a good time to pause for any questions. Do you, are, are, are you liking what, what, what I'm putting out there so far for 1995? So far, 1995 I- is, is rolling.
0: I mean, I think once I get started in mine, we're going to have lots of overlap. Uh- good, good. Fan- I think I think we had very similar ideas for this. Fantastic. Well,
1: we're we're marching into 1995, and just wait till we get there. Wait till we get there. So the next week, we get a sit down interview with Bret Hart, who breaks his silence after after the after Survivor Series. He addresses the fans, the company, and everyone at home. Says he regrets not being there last week to per- to personally thank Macho Man for defending his honor and Davy, and hopes that he will return next week for a proper thank you from me to you. The next week, Brett returns to a hero's welcome. He embraces his fans and invites the Macho Man to the ring, two generations in the ring together showing respect to one another, basking in the reaction to a crowd appreciating what they are seeing. Brett humbly shakes Macho Man's hand, thanks him for his efforts two weeks ago, and welcomes welcomes him back to the WWF. Now it's time to address my brother Owen. Owen interrupts. You can't just let me have my moment, Brett, can you? I made you lose the championship. I accomplished my goal. I am the better heart. But you, Savage, you stuck your nose where it doesn't belong, and you're going to pay. I'm the better heart. I'm the rocket. I'm the king of the ring. I am better than you ever were. Macho Man gets on the mic and says, Is that right? A lot of accolades you just spilled out. I noticed there was one missing from the list. That's heavyweight champion of the world, brother. I'm doing an awful macho man. It kinda sounds like Hulk.
0: It's not, it's not bad. It's, you know, it sounds a lot better in the in the headset than you think.
1: <laughs> so, oh, big sick burn from the Macho Man. Owen Hart's never been the champion, but his brother has. So Owen fires back. Ha <laughs> ha, Savage, you got me. Well, there's one thing I am that you aren't, and that's a happily married man. Oh. oh. Savage gets out of the ring and begins to march up the ramp. Owen continues mocking him. You're a hypocrite, Savage. You said you wouldn't do what you did to my family to your family, but you're just the same. Your temper has gotten the best of you, so much so that you don't even realize that sometimes the greatest plans ever made either take a leap of faith or a genius. Oh my God. From behind, the genius Lanny Poffo has taken it to Bret Hart. A shocked and confused Savage starts slowly making his way down to the ring, where he is then attacked from behind by a previously mocking Owen Hart. He throws Savage in the ring, Jim Neidhart joins the fray, and we got a mixed family beatdown, Poffos and Harts Galore, to go off the air on this episode of Monday Night Raw. The drama. Ah. What do you think about the inclusion of our beloved Lanny Poffo all of a sudden, sir? Well, (laughs) I think we're in
0: total sync on this one. Oh, yes.
1: I cannot wait. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Yes. The next week, Owen brings out Lanny to explain himself. Talks about redeeming himself and getting back to the WWF by any means necessary, even if it means fighting my own brother. President Jack Tunney informs Owen and the genius, not only are you back in the WWF, but at the Royal Rumble. It will be Brett the Hitman Hart and the in-ring return of the Macho Man Randy Savage versus the Rocket, the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, and the in-ring return of Lanny Poffo. It's a sibling rumble at the Royal Rumble. Brett aims to pay back Lanny in this match. It's a it's 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 an attraction of a match. My goodness. The pay-per-view of the Royal Rumble alone was ba- basically built on the whole Bulldog and, and uh, Shawn Michaels Start to finish Royal Rumble. This yes. would be the talk of the town if this was happening. So, in the match, we get a huge moment where Brett aims to pay back Lanny Poffa with a chair. Because of the beatdown when he returned. So, Randy stops him. You know, Randy's there to have a match. He he wants to beat up Owen Hart. But he kind of draws the line when you're taking a steel chair to his family. So, he, so Brett stops him. No, Randy stops Brett. Brett and Randy talk for a second. All of a sudden, Owen Hart just hits Brett from behind, causing Brett to land right into Savage. Savage thinks that Brett hit him. He doesn't see Owen Hart hitting him from behind to shove him into Savage. So, Brett and Owen start jockeying for position in the ring, only for Brett to get the upper hand and apply the sharpshooter. The second he turns around to apply the sharpshooter is where he's met with a big punch to the face by by Randy Savage. And then he just leaves the match, just walks out to a silent, confused crowd, leaving Brett to fend for himself that doesn't last very long. And, you know, the the finish is imminent. Brett's going to lose this match because Savage leaves the match due to a misunderstanding over all this family drama. So, of course, Brett's going to want some answers the next day, you know, He'll get back to his brother later, but this is a pretty big subject that we that needs to be addressed. And, you know, this is going to be like, for me, the Rock and Hogan promo, where they don't need weeks and weeks of build-up. They just need one epic promo with a challenge, and this is where this happens. And I'm talking like, we had so much respect for each other at the beginning here. You know, you came down, you did the right thing, you you defended my honor, and you defended the British Bulldog, you defended yourself, you did any... You did anything one person would do. But due to a misunderstanding, you cost us the match. And that really symbolizes your entire career, huh, Randy? A Lots, lots of misunderstandings leading up to your demise and your departure from this company. And that that kind of pisses off Randy. And Randy gets in his face, and he, tar- and he starts talking about how he isn't the next guy. You know, at least when Hogan was in town, he at least anointed him at one point. He never gave you a dime, brother. In fact, he stole your WrestleMania moment because he thought he needed to. He thought you couldn't you couldn't carry his torch, but he at least tried to pass it to me at one point. They start go. oh, 1995 would have been crushing it if they were going this deep into the storyline between these two. And I feel like just this one promo, just all this anger and all these real feelings coming up and boiling up is reason for these guys to go and have a match at WrestleMania. One generation versus another generation. This is the day where that generation makes Bret Hart or Heat, brother. I don't even have a finish to this match. I just wanted to get here. I wanted to make WrestleMania 11 special with this match. And the way we got here, the misunderstanding, all the feelings coming out in an epic promo, and then a marquee match for the ages at WrestleMania 11 – they definitely wouldn't put Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam on last <laughs> if this was on the bill. That's for damn certain. But that's where I ended. Lots of sibling rivalry, Poffos and hearts galore, and then I got to Bret Hart versus Macho Man somehow. Cole, I'm anxious to see the roads you took.
0: So yes, I like where you're at. See, I I I stretched this out over the entire year. Ooh. And um, so that. We got, match, we got a match with Lanny Poffo. We got everything. So oh, I'll just pick spoiler. it up right here. Yeah, I'll just pick it up right away. So I pick up my storyline um, right at the ending of WrestleMania 10. Same exact ending. Brett's hoisted up on the shoulders of the roster. Somebody finally vanquished Yokozuna after, you know, nine months reign of terror. Or, I mean, it might have even been closer to 10 or 11 but it was a it was a long tide of rain and he was invincible and um the same thing we go off the air with owen just you son of a bitch that look on his face like i beat you brett i beat you fuck you (laughs) so we pick up the very next night on monday night raw and they should go to a Parking lot car pulls up. It's Brett, the Hitman Hart, the new you know the new champion. And before he could even get in the building, he's confronted by Owen because we know Brett only always shows up at Showtime anyway. So it's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and Brett's like, "I deserve to be the champion. I beat you at WrestleMania." And it turns into a big pushing and shoving match. The WWF officials break it up. Uh, later on in the night. Right there. Later on in the night, we see Brett in the back, and who comes to converse with him? But the macho man, Randy Savage. The macho man comes in and says, "Ah, oh, brother, you know, uh, I know what it's like to have a younger brother in the wrestling business. You know, it's tough. Uh, the younger brothers—they always think we're trying to take something from them. We're trying to keep them down. Yeah, but we're not. You know, we love them." He's family. I know this is all going to work out. Hitman, don't worry about it. Um, But someone needs to humble your brother, and I'm going to step in for you because I know you don't want to fight him. I'm going to enter the King of the Ring. And so now we've we've got it set. Owen Hart's entering the King of the Ring. We've got the Macho Man entering the King of the Ring. We get to the King of the Ring, and in the finals, it shall be... Macho Man Randy Savage versus Owen Hart in the finals of the 1994 King of the Ring. But let us not forget that promo where the Macho Man introduced the idea that he's got a younger brother in the business. And so we get to the King of the Ring tournament. We're trying to humble Owen Hart. Uh, There's a ref bump somewhere towards the end of this match. And then uh, Owen goes for a cheap shot. Savage cuts him off. Savage is going to the top rope for the big elbow drop. And from behind, the genius, Lanny Poffo, shoves him off the top rope. Savage takes the big bump. He gets up. Owen Hart hits him with the enziguri. One, two, three. Owen Hart is the king of hearts, the king of the ring. And uh, the next night, Lanny goes to Owen. On Monday night, Raleigh says, Owen, these fans don't get it. They just don't get it. We've been held down our whole careers by these egotistical glory hounds. They don't respect us, and they never will. But I promise, I promise you, Owen, the king of hearts, I will make sure that you, the king, become the WWF champion. So in the following weeks, we've got Lanny and Owen palling around. We've got Lanny just cutting these wonderful, you know, doing these poems about Owen and talking about how Brett's a coward and he won't face his brother again. And, uh, every time that Brett comes out, Owen and, and Lanny are there to just the genius. They're just there to talk him down, cut him down. And, uh, finally after a couple weeks of trying to goad Brett into a fight and him just walking away they jump him backstage excuse me uh you know they lay him out Randy Savage comes to his aid and as Savage comes Owen and uh Lanny they take off and so finally finally Brett accepts the title match with Owen at SummerSlam but, He demands that it needs to be a steel cage match to keep Lanny out so that he can't interfere. And um... (laughs) So we get to SummerSlam. We've got the match. It's going on. So, see, I'm not erasing history here, but I'm just making small tweaks. So we keep this glorious cage match that we all love and and so finally the match happens lanny's at ringside with owen but brett's by himself being the babyface. well brett finally gets owen down he's got him tied up in the ropes and brett's going to walk out the door and right as he makes that step towards the door boom lanny slams the door on his head busting brett open and uh at that moment, the Macho Man runs down to the ring and chases Lanny around the ring. And uh, as they're running around the ring, the British Bulldog jumps over the barricade and clotheslines the shit out of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, and then Anvil jumps over. The three Lanny, Bulldog, Anvil go. They bring a chain. They chain the door shut so no one can get in. And they're just putting the work on Brett. They're just beating him down, just left and right. He's bleeding. Um... And uh, Brett's brothers are trying to jump in the in the cage, but Lanny's knocking them off the cage. They can't get in. They're playing King of the Mountain, basically. And uh, finally, enough of the guys are distracted that Savage comes too, and he climbs to the top of the cage, brother, and he jumps off. Ooh, yeah, with the big crossbody knocking down Anvil and Bulldog, and there it is. Finally, Lanny and. Randy Savage face off in the middle of the ring. And just when Randy's looking at the crowd, he's getting ready to throw his punch. Owen attacks him from behind. And the numbers are just too great. They beat down Macho Man. They beat down Bret Hart. And then finally, Lanny pulls the key out, unlocks the gate for Owen Hart to walk out of the steel cage and become the WWF champion oh yes that's so there we are we're uh
1: we got the uh, belt on changing
0: history a little bit a little bit a little bit um and then in the following weeks we've got well the next week we've got a big gigantic king's celebration celebration fit for a king the king of hearts on monday night raw we've got the fucking crown and the robe and we've got the, the big seat the throne, as it were, I kept, I'm just, you know, I'm searching for that word throne, just didn't want to come to mind. But so, I mean, it's just big, ridiculous. And Owen is just hamming it up and being ridiculous. I did it. I did it. And then finally, Brett comes out, Brett and Randy come down the aisle. And then they start, you know, they start jaw jacking and, and, uh, and uh, they let or, or Owen gets on the mic when Brett comes out and says, "You'll never get a rematch, you bum! I've beat you twice. You don't deserve a rematch." And and uh, Brett says, "Oh, I don't want a rematch, but the two of us want to fight, and we're gonna come down there and fight you." And that's when Lanny grabs the mic. He's like, oh, of course you two glory hogs would come out here and try to steal the spotlight on Owen Hart's night." The King of Kings is celebrating, being crowned not only the King of Wrestling, but the World Heavyweight Championship. You want to fight? Tonight is not the night. We're not going to fight you tonight. But how about at the Survivor Series, if you two bums can find anybody who likes you, we have a Survivor Series match, four on four. And uh, so... You know, in the following weeks, Brett and Randy are like, ah, oh, you know, we'll 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 figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, they recruit Razor Ramon, one, two, three kid. They're they're a hot new tag team, so that's it. You know, Razor's the Intercontinental Champion. We got a lot of star power in this one match now. So that's our main event of Survivor Series. We've got Brett, Macho Man, Razor Ramon, one, two, three kid Taken on, Lanny Poffo, Owen Hart, Bulldog, and the Anvil. So, fairly quickly in this match, we get rid of, you know, Razor's eliminated. One, two, three kids eliminated. Bulldog's eliminated. Anvil's eliminated. It comes down to Brett and Macho Man taking on their little brothers. The final four. So, uh, we get down to it, and Randy eliminates Lanny. hits the big elbow drop. One, two, three. Um, You know, Owen comes running in. And uh, uh, Savage makes the tag. Brett comes in, fires up on Owen, beats him with the sharpshooter, clean in the middle of the ring. And uh, we go off the air at Survivor Series with Brett, the hitman heart, and the macho man, Randy Savage, celebrating their victory. So um, after Survivor Series, Owen loses it. He's lost his cool. He's livid. The next Monday night Raw, he attacks Brett. it's just wild brawl. He lays him out in the backstage, leaves him laying you know hurts his leg, everything. Owen gets suspended for the remainder of nineteen ninety four The champion, yes, they're suspending the champion, but they're gonna allow him to keep his title. so that'll get us all the way to January when January rolls around. Owen Hart comes back, and uh once he's back. <laughs> Okay, so the first night back, first is January first. First episode of Monday Night Raw. Sorry, rewind, little editing. Uh, Brett's music hits, you know, towards the end of the show. He's coming out for a match with, uh, with, with uh, Anvil. We'll just pick Anvil or Bulldog. Doesn't matter either one of them. Uh, the sec, Brett's music hits. He comes out to the stage, and from behind Owen with the belt hits him in the back of the head. And you know, one, two, three, kid, Razor, Savage come out. It's a wild brawl again. Uh, you know, the backstage area clears out. They get everyone separated. Bring on Gorilla soon. And he says, all right, that's enough. Uh, you got nobody in either of these groups is allowed to touch until the Royal Rumble. If anyone fights, they'll be fired. At Royal Rumble, it's going to be Bret Hart versus Owen Hart for the World Championship. If anyone interferes, they will be, you know, they'll be barred from WWE for life or WBF at this point. We can yeah. say WBF because it's 1994. Sure is. Well, 95 now. So, um, and just so we don't, this this conversation, there's no question as to who the better heart is, who the winner is. At the end of this match is going to be a one hour. Iron Man match, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart for the title. No interference, no nothing. And uh, when it's over, it's over. That's the end of this. You guys are not going to fight anymore. It will settle the debate forever. And on that very same night, we're going to have the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Lanny Poffo. Everyone's barred from ringside. No interference allowed or you're fired. And the winner of that match earns a spot in the Royal Rumble. So, at Royal Rumble, we have Randy beating Lanny. And so he earns a spot in the Royal Rumble. We have Brett, the Hitman Hart, victorious over Owen Hart. Two falls to one. Let's go two to one in the Iron Man match. I think that's fair. And the stage is set for WrestleMania 11, Brett the Hitman, Hart the World Heavyweight Champion taking on the winner of the two, the 1995 Royal Rumble. Yes, we're changing history twice, but uh, you know, it, as much as I love that Rumble, I think if we get uh Brett and Randy Savage at WrestleMania instead of Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor or uh, Diesel versus Shawn Michaels, I think we're doing pretty okay. What about you? <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm a fan of Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam. And right. I'm, and, I'm all, and I'm also a fan of it doesn't need to be Sean... the main event. Well, oh, no, yeah. of course not. I yeah. would I would like this match. I was uh, talking about this match in addition to those other two. I, yes. feel, like, oh, I feel like if the show closed with Brett and, and, and Savage and we still had Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam and Sean and Diesel... Those yeah, and we good. could
0: still get Sean and Diesel. They Because they, they haven't touched this storyline in any way. No. So I, I think we could still blow up their friendship, and they, that could be the blow-off, uh, you know, is is at WrestleMania. And then we're creating, you know, Diesel can take on, you know, Savage. If, if we want to put the belt on Diesel, Savage can beat Brett, whatever. But I think this is the moment where we officially take a star from the past and Brett beats them in the main event of WrestleMania, the biggest stage of them all, and officially, you know, puts his stamp as a real world champion that beat a two-time, you know, world champion. And, uh, yeah, I, I just... I one think of the big players the from know. the 80s, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a
1: moment that Brett didn't get from one of the WWF-created big names of the 80s. Like He got his matchup yeah. player, but, you know... Uh, but did... I mean, but
0: did he... Like we, we know he beat Flair from the for the title. They put the clip on it, but like even if he, he didn't... got his even yeah. if he got
1: the match with Flair, and still in the WWE's mind, it ain't Hogan, it ain't Savage. You beat right. the world champion of all the territories, goddamn pal. Yeah. You know, they... But I
0: mean, at least if he beat Flair at like Survivor Series that year in ninety-two, then it would have been a main event on a pay-per-view with the world champion, a big star. And you could have built up from, you know, SummerSlam to there and actually gave Brett, you know, some momentum to win the title. But, yes, I think Savage and Hogan are the gold standard for WWF. I, I agree with you there.
1: Yeah. I'm speaking directly from the lenses of Vince McMahon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, but, I mean, even then, I, I'm just talking about, like, from a fan perspective, like, Brett was just all of a sudden the champion. Yeah. And, like, his push was the fighting championship ang- the fighting champion angle that played out on tv where he wrestled virgil and skinner and and uh, the berserker <laughs> and you know that was his push yeah. to get the title like they had to make him after he was already the champion and and i think if he goes from wrestlemania 10 beats yoko and then at 11 he beats savage like it finally officially, like okay brett's the real, real guy he's the real world champion he beat a guy that was established at the top of that pyramid. I, I think finally at that point, you know, business is kicking up a little bit. Absolutely. In, uh, 1995. I nineteen mean, ninety
1: five. It's way better than his awkward I quit match with Bob Backlund at WrestleMania eleven. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, okay, so yes, he beat a WWF legend <laughs> in Bob Backlund, maybe, Yeah. but did he? No. Well, he beat him at WrestleMania. Lot, yeah, he did. Right? He,
1: yeah. he 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 uh, put him in the chicken wing for a long time, and Bob Backlund just mumbled words, and, yeah. uh, and Roddy Piper just called it, I quit.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it was very awkward, a very forgettable Bret Hart match, if there ever is one. <laughs> I, I was just sitting here reading through, like, you
0: know, what happened in 94, 95, going, like, I think I need to watch WrestleMania 11 again. Because, like, I don't remember WrestleMania 11, obviously, minus the two matches, you know. The oh. two. I remember that King Kong, Bundy, and Undertaker existed. Oh, yeah. But, like Other than, than Diesel and the worst powerbomb of all time for the finish, and then uh, Bam Bam. Well, I take that back. <laughs> Because Diesel's powerbomb on Sean was only the worst until the main event. Yep. <laughs> when Lawrence Taylor attempted to powerbomb Bam Bam after a, tel- a twelve-minute match. <laughs> I mean,
1: at least that looked like a, at least that looked like a gut wrench. I don't yeah, know. I don't exactly. know what the fuck Sean was doing.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you know he just landed on his feet basically and rolled back. <laughs> I like, think oh, Nash just kind of let him go like too nice. <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of landing on our feet, are we even going to attempt to merge these storylines? How would you do so?
0: Well, I, I think I pretty much we're in full agreement. I think the only thing we disagree on is like when to start the storyline really.
1: See, like I think we have the same cast members, we have the same right. destinations. You know, I really love your from WrestleMania to to putting the title on Owen. I love that. Like yeah. I my my balls start to itch when when we take away Owen's fucking <laughs> uh, actor award thing at Survivor Series, but right. I do get your I do get but... like, I do get <laughs> I do get that you want the story to have the championship between Brett and uh, and Macho Man, so you got to get there somehow. So um,
0: my thing is, while we love that Owen moment and that moment was great. The Bob Backlund feud with Brett is the drizzling shits, and so I'm not that upset about losing that match. Oh yeah, yeah. If you,
1: if you, if you, uh, if you can tell, like Bob just went away in my story. Like, right? I was well, like, I he mean, can go. He can yeah. go lose to Diesel. Diesel could go have his match with Sean. and then I'm gonna go and focus right. on this so shit. So the,
0: the the only thing that my storyline from start to finish that we lose that's a problem for anyone is the 1995 Royal rumble where, where Sean and bulldog go one and two and go the distance and are the final two and Sean wins. Yeah.
1: Like, the one foot.
0: That's, yeah. That's the only thing that we'd lose. That's like, I don't know if I could lose that. I mean, we still get the great cage mat with Brett and Sean and we get a similar kind of finish where, you know, uh, there's a bunch of chaos and uh bulldog and anvil turn. Um, one of the thing, one of the positive things is we don't get the stupid bulldog or bulldog and Owen turn, and then for bulldog to turn back again in time for WrestleMania to be the or no, no because Yoko and Owen won the titles at Mania, but then like bulldog was in there for Yoko pretty shortly after that. Yeah, no, so Lex like, Luger,
1: and this was during the Allied Powers. Uh, yes, yeah, this was bulldog and Lex Luger. They he they wrestled the Blues Brothers in the opening match. Yes, terrible, amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it, make, it makes you appreciate Lex... 2000 a little more, right?
0: Right. But, I mean, just to be like, Lex Luger was, you know, yeah. three seconds away from winning the world title at SummerSlam. <laughs> and, 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 you know, oh, God. they. Should... So the Lex Luger thing, by the way, this is a little bit off talk- topic, but since we're here on Lex Luger that Lex Luger moment is the reason that Cody has to win the belt at mania for me. Like if Cody doesn't win the belt at mania this year, then, then he's Lex Luger yep. in 93 and he's dead on dead in the water. And it's just, there's no way to save it after that. Correct. Like he won the rumble. He does like, yeah. So anyway, back on, back on topic. I, I don't, I mean, our storylines are, are pretty much the same thing. Uh, yours is a little more compact than mine and uh with yours we don't you know yeah all my writing is good yeah all
1: my writing was just in the promos
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much but yeah so you get us you get us from survivor series to mania and we get a brett and randy match um i was slightly distracted there on the was lanny's you know involvement basically a promo and uh you know, just an appearance. Oh no, no. They, they, okay.
1: They had the tag match at Royal rumble.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. They and had then, uh, Brett, so, yeah. Brett
1: and Savage had their beef when Brett went to pay back Lanny Poffo by hitting him with the chair, but Randy didn't want to take it that far.
0: Yeah. 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 I got, yeah, that's great. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know. I just something to me about you know the one year storyline blowing off at the next Mania. I think... Oh, that, that's why I'm saying I love yeah. that
1: first half. I'm trying to see if we can Lego mine to that somehow. Like if you want to get rid of Brett and and Bob Backlund and uh, and then <laughs> and and just you know we'll we'll end it your Survivor Series and start it my build to the Rumble. What was your Rumble match again? It was the, it was two separate matches, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was
0: brother, it was two brothers' matches. So Lanny and Randy wrestled, and then Brett and Owen had an Iron Man match to once and for all determine who the best, the better Uh heart is. And so we got clear blow offs to the brothers' angle. And then that sets up to, you know, the, um, the, the mania match. Now I'm okay with maybe having a heel turn somewhere in there if we wanted to if we wanted to do something different. I just my thing I like Owen having getting the belt. I don't know how we get from Owen having the belt winning the belt from Brett, setting up, you know, all that shit to go into Survivor Series and Rumble and to not having, you know, That somewhere either either we have to have Owen drop the belt to Diesel just so that we keep everything else the same. Well, we can we just have that tag match at Royal Rumble.
1: Well, we can have. We can have, just to kind of start the drama there. Have the same sort of finish, uh, where where Savage takes the chair from Brett, but they don't do like the physical thing just yet. Maybe Savage is in the Rumble already cuz why would Savage have to earn his way into the Rumble? He's he's Randy Savage in 95.
0: Well, yeah, only r- because it's Lanny Poffo, they're 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 both him and Owen have the same thing where they they want to prove they're better than their brother. And so there's one spot left in the Rumble and you know, this is it. The winner gets that spot. You know, it's just a it it's mostly a means to getting to Savage and Bret for the belt at WrestleMania. Whereas, yeah, so if we go to Survivor Series uh-huh. with Savage and Brett, you know, in cahoots, if we're, we're keeping that story, that, you know, that friendship throughout the year, then something has to happen to get the belt off of Owen so we can get away from that. And then we could just have a tag match. We could just have, the you know, the brothers tag match at Royal Rumble and then we have, you know, Brett and Savage buttonheads, and kind of, you know, and we could even have Owen and Lanny get one over on their big brothers at Royal Rumble, um, because of a, a hiccup between Brett and Randy, and then that sets up those two buttonheads and arguing and leading up to where we have to settle it at WrestleMania.
1: See that? See that's the thing. Like, what if we did that stipulation that you had for that uh, for? the match between Lanny and uh, Randy, what if the match at Royal Rumble between Brett and Owen is for the championship with each pafo in their corner, the winner of the match, the person in their corner gets to get, gets to be in the Royal Rumble. So it's like a, well, it's, but- it's like an odd dramatic thing. I'm fighting for my corner man's participant <laughs> in a match that, where if he wins, he can face me.
0: If we're going to keep Lanny around and we're, we're gonna, we've are we're got the storyline going, I'd like them both to have their blow off matches at Rumble mm-hmm. so we can do Brett and Savage at WrestleMania. Like, I, I like the idea of giving Lanny a big, you know, a big match on a pay per view, a, a featured match. There's I, an
1: In Your House in February, right? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's I right. Was the, first looking, was hoping, the first one's in May. The first one's in May.
0: It's after WrestleMania 11. So there's no In Your Houses. Otherwise, we could have, you know, uh, it would have been a lot harder to keep the storyline going for 12 months <laughs> with all the extra pay-per-views, which, which you know, uh, looking back going, hmm, maybe quarterly pay-per-views isn't a bad idea.
1: <laughs> well, for the sake, well, because my, I'm on a time crunch and we've just dwindled it down to where we're going with your entire storyline, uh, <laughs> we're just going to call it there
0: all right, then I'll, I'll take the win. I, you know, if we didn't agree on all the players, it would be, you know, more difficult to get it. I, I think, Oh, it all
1: sucks. I just don't have time to argue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, as soon as you started your storyline and you said, you said leaping, I'm like, Oh God damn it. We are like totally simpatico on this shit. Like <laughs> we had the same idea, a <laughs> couple of geniuses. Yeah, a couple of geniuses there. So I'm glad that we were able to work uh, Lanny into March Madness. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to stop talking before I get a little emotional here. And uh, we'll just, you know, it, this was a fun exercise in a dream match that just never was. I mean, yes, we got the heart Foundation, you know, in the, in the early 90s, late 80s. We got Savage versus Brett on main event or Saturday night's main event. And it's a fun match. Everyone should watch it. But this, I think, it would be the crowning achievement of Brett's career. Like, yeah, he had the great matches with Shawn. He had great matches with Bulldog and Owen and Austin. Um, But I think this would, you know, them having a match at a WrestleMania for the belt.
1: This would have been an instance where somebody made him for once yes instead of the other way around every time he's in the ring with somebody else
0: so all right i think that's going to do it for this week you have any closing thoughts before we uh move on maybe a a a hint at what we're doing next week
1: oh man i mean we just discussed the dream match of all dream matches but we're going to take a stab at extending what was a dream match back at wrestlemania 5 when the mega powers exploded we're gonna continue the story how we see fit What is the fallout from WrestleMania 5 between the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan? Does it end? Does it continue? Does uh, it start differently? Who knows? We'll find out next week. Are you excited, Cole? I'm
0: very excited because I think...
1: Trump's going to interfere in my match.
0: (laughs) I think WrestleMania 5, the outcome where, where Hogan just you know, beat Savage. And then there was never really any follow-up was the first misstep, like major misstep by Vince McMahon. Yes. The ultimate warrior came along around that same time. Cause I, I, believe he was at WrestleMania five. He might've even won the intercontinental title at WrestleMania five. Um, it was around that time. And so I understand the warrior just took the, the audience by storm. Um, but but as we can all see, you know, history has played itself out. 2020 Vision, uh, Ultimate Warrior was a bad choice. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think they could have got a... they There was a lot more meat on the bone for Savage. And I think Vince did him a disservice and the company a disservice by having that be a one-off. Yeah, they had the, you know, the tag match at... Uh, you know, some other pay-per-views and they had, uh, Oh, what's his face? Zeus. And he did all that shit. Um, and so Savage and Hogan were still butting heads, but like Savage never got a win over Hogan, like never got anything. So we definitely need to write this wrong. I think, I, you know, if WrestleMania you think, five was if, kind of a peak.
1: If you think Debo is still not involved somehow in my storyline, <laughs> you're sadly mistaken.
0: Oh, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited even more so now for next week where the Mega Powers continue. So, uh, yes, we'll pick it up at WrestleMania 5-ish and somewhere around there and, you know, figure out what we would have done to uh, get a little more length out of this storyline. So, for Ron Kilborn, I am your host, Cole Dawson, saying thank you, we love you, and good night. More <laughs>
1: thanks for listening find us on instagram and twitter at creative team pod or just the creative team on facebook follow cole dawson on twitter and instagram at cole 2130 and follow yours truly at ron underscore kilborn we'll see you next week on another episode of the creative team